From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. So, J.R., Vice President Kamala Harris will be in Milwaukee tomorrow touting President Joe Biden's economic agenda. It will be Harris's first trip to Wisconsin as vice president. Biden's last visit to Wisconsin was in February when he taped a CNN town hall in Milwaukee. The Biden-Harris ticket narrowly won Wisconsin in November. Given that, how important is it for them to keep Wisconsin on their radar? Oh, I mean, Wisconsin's been a swing state, it seems like, in perpetuity, so we're always getting a lot of attention. Um, as an incumbent, you always want to hold on to the states that you won last time because that's an easiest path to re-election. What's interesting is you're already seeing a lot of attention in the state, not just with the visits, but we're seeing all kinds of political ads already uh, running in Wisconsin. For example, we've seen uh, the DNC do a TV ad in the Milwaukee media market touting uh, the plan that President Biden signed, the COVID relief plan. We've seen other ads targeting Ron Johnson that tout the benefits of that plan and then go after Johnson for not sign- for not supporting it. It's interesting because it seems like Democrats have learned a lesson from 2009 when they passed a stimulus package then following the Great Recession, and Republicans immediately pounced on that as a package of wasteful spending. They defined it early as something that wasn't as beneficial as what Democrats had promised it would be, and it flowed right from that into the debate about the Affordable Care Act and then right into a Republican wave in 2010. Democrats don't want to have that repeat again, so they are trying their best to see those numbers that are good right now for the uh, latest COVID bill, they're going to keep pumping it up, trying to reinforce these good feelings people have right now about that legislation, the aid that people have received, to try and avoid that same thing from more than a decade ago where that message got away from them and ended up biting them big time at the polls the next time. Also coming up this week, the Republican-controlled Joint Finance Committee will hold its first meeting on Thursday to make changes to Democratic Governor Tony Evers' budget. GOP leaders say they'll strip nearly 300 items from the proposal, including key items such as legalization of marijuana and a repeal of Act 10, which would restore collective bargaining rights to public unions. This comes as no surprise, as the GOP also stripped many policy items from Evers' budget proposal two years ago. What can we expect this budget to look like once joint finance gets done with it? Good question. It will not be as expansive as what Evers proposed. The question is, how do Republicans invest state dollars and what do they do differently? You know, part of what's going to complicate this process is One, uh, the governor has not released the full plan of how he wants to spend those federal dollars from the the COVID package. Once those details are released, it'll give us a better idea what Republicans are going to do because they want to understand how that federal money might work with state funds for things like broadband expansion, for example. Uh, So they want to know that. Two, typically we get new estimates on state revenue projections in like around 10th, 11th of, of May. Um, it gives lawmakers one more look at how projections are going and, and gives them an idea of how to build the budget. Well, the, the issue here is the fine deadline was pushed back to May 17th from April 15th. That's probably going to delay those revenue numbers by a month. And typically they say the biggest things for last, right? The big drivers of spending like uh, corrections, schools, university, uh, Medicaid, those kinds of things. So 
it'll be interesting to see how those numbers come in and what Republicans try to do with it. They can try and cut taxes, even though you know there's that provision in the COVID relief package saying if you take the federal money, you can't directly or indirectly cut taxes. Uh, I'll bet you Republicans will try and cut taxes anyway and see if a court stops them. But you know, how does this whole thing look in the end? Uh, probably not expansive what Evers proposed. Uh, probably some increases to schools and things like that, but they will likely try to account for the federal money and how they do state funds in these programs. And finally, a Dane County judge has ruled that Republican legislative leaders Robin Voss and Devin Lemahue illegally hired private taxpayer-funded attorneys in December to represent them in case any lawsuits are filed during this year's redistricting process. Madison attorney Lester Pines filed suit on behalf of some teachers and argued that state law does not allow for legislative leaders to hire attorneys outside the Wisconsin Department of Justice before a lawsuit has even been filed. The legislature hasn't yet begun the redistricting process, and it turns out there are no pending lawsuits related to 2021 redistricting. Voss and Lemahue said they expected to lose in Dane County, and they have vowed to appeal. What do you think will happen here? Uh, I always hate to predict what a court's going to do. It's an interesting question because, one, uh, the money was being spent, paid to this firm before even a lawsuit was filed, you could always argue that Republicans can just come back and wait till something is filed and start paying the firm the same kind of terms as what it was going to get anyway. Uh, it's worth noting that by appealing, they are going to spend taxpayer money to be able to spend more taxpayer money on legal bills. Uh, just something worth noting. It's going to be an expensive proposition for taxpayers. But uh, look, we know there's going to be a lawsuit filed eventually about redistricting. It is highly, highly likely that Governor Evers and the GP-controlled legislature will agree on a deal when it comes to these maps. It's a question of which court's going to draw it, whether state courts or federal courts, and how they approach that. So we're going to end up in court eventually. It's just a matter of when and which court. That's WISPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.